0: Hey there, listener. Have you ever wanted to do something special for people in need? How would you feel if I told you there's a perfectly valid reason to stay up and play video games for 24 hours straight? Well, for the sixth year in a row, the Retro Viking will be taking part in the annual Extra Life 24-hour gaming event, and he's looking for partners to join his team. What is Extra Life, you ask? And I'm so glad you did. Extra Life will take place on Saturday, November 3rd, 2018, 8 o'clock a.m. People all across North America will be playing video games for 24 hours straight to gather funds for the Children's Hospital Network. Our goal this year is to reach $2,000 in those 24 hours, and we're going to need your help to make it. There are three ways you can help us reach our goal and help us gather money for those sick kids. First, you can join our team by following the link in the description of this episode and help us gather donations. Two, you can make a donation directly to one of the Retro Viking team members. Or three, if you prefer not to contribute, you can always help us spread the word by sharing this message with people who you think might be interested. Hoping to see you all on November 3rd. Let's make it happen, people! are listening to the Retro Viking Podcast, the best retro gaming podcast on the market. Let's stream like it's
1: 1998.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to this special live episode of the Retro Viking Podcast, episode number five, where we will be talking about uh, games that we, that we would like to see on the is it GOG or GOG.com? Hmm, we'll go with GOG.com, just G-O-G. GOG.com. So, the lovely voice that you guys just heard is none other than Roberta from the uh, Classic Gamer Guild. Hello. Hello. How are you today?
3: I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm fine, thank you. And I see that you also brought you brought your bodyguard with you, right? We have Rick. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Rick? Hi.
4: I am. I would be the worst bodyguard ever. (laughs) I have ADP, so I would totally just like see something else that's more interesting a block away. Walk.
3: He would use me as a shield. We'll just put it that way.
4: (laughs) It's funny because it's true.
2: (laughs) So uh, yes, I wanted to invite you guys because uh, I've been part of your of your classic. Uh, Classic Gamer Guild Group for a few months now, and I really like the interaction that you guys have, and you guys are, are pretty awesome, so it's an honor for me to have you guys talk about retro games, since this is what we're all about, retro and indie games. It's um, our
1: pleasure. Thank you
2: very much. For,
3: yeah. Thank you. And it's absolutely our pleasure too, Jean. You're an awesome person. Oh, so. th- thank
2: you. I appreciate it. <laughs> slip, slip, slip some money uh, on the side. All right.
3: Well, and we definitely, <laughs> you know, look to support other groups. We all work together, you know, for building community
2: indeed it's all about the people that play the games too not just the games the people that play them too
3: absolutely
2: (laughs) now uh just before we start going into uh, today's subject uh i just want to mention that uh if you guys are on uh, if you guys are on the uh, youtube live stream video i see that you guys are a few to be watching us right now if you have any questions or if uh, w- when we start talking about the games, if you want to chime in, uh, feel free to post your questions and I'll do my best to try to uh, to go through the most interesting ones with our guests. So um, so why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourself so like what type of uh, what type of gamer are you guys in general?
3: Uh, go ahead, Rick.
4: Um, I'll play anything that's fun for the most part. So, but I guess generally, I kind of grew up on adventure and RPG. So I guess if there was any sort of, like, type I have, it'd probably be, it'd probably be that. But there's really all sorts of uh, games from all sorts of genres.
1: Okay. Yep,
3: I, I'm similar in that way. I grew up um, playing old text parser and point-and-click uh, adventure games. Um, but I also absolutely adore RPGs, um, especially fantasy-driven uh, um, but I play all different kinds of games. Like I do console, I do handheld. I I do you know I, I'm a collector as well, um, big box and, and console, uh, old retro console. Um, I would say if I if it, there's I'm not too into things like flight simulations. Um, or I'm not too like uh, first-person shooters, although obviously there's some that I have really enjoyed. But I would say those are the two genres that I'm not huge fan on. But
2: so, so, so you're telling me you're not going to kickstart my idea of a first-person flight simulator shooter uh, <laughs> shooter game?
1: It depends. It depends. It's going to be really
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, Rick- Most uh, combat flight simulators, uh, first-person shooters. Yeah, that would be awesome. Hey, it's been it's been a while since we <laughs> no, had. Aren't,
4: aren't they though? They're all from first person. They're all shooting. If you're, yeah, if it's that kind of a game. So technically,
3: I... technically, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, it's true. Even on even on PC, there's not. Uh, it's been a while since I saw a flight simulator. I remember flight simulator. I think it was flight simulator four. That I had on my 486 when I was like ten years old, and I used to play that game, and I I always crashed. So, uh,
3: <laughs> my dad. Well, you know, and I grew up with my dad. Like he loved those. Like <laughs> you know, to, to still to this day, like half of the family collection is is all of his like war games and flight simulators. I, he really did love those games.
2: I think that's the best way to put it. They are dad games, and and indeed, <laughs> when you take a look at the manual. <laughs>
3: it depends i mean i know there's some women that enjoy that too no it just depends
2: yeah no I, i i get what you're what you're saying uh, Rick, you mentioned you know, wi- wi- women like dad jokes too. Yes. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, R- and
4: sometimes d- d- we're dad really... jokes, dad games—they're not really uh, gender-specific. It's just a uh, kind of a term. <laughs> yes. For it. Yes. Yeah, of course.
2: I, I get that. <laughs> uh, Rick, you were saying that you're that you're into RPGs. Were you, like when you were growing up, was it more consoles RPGs, or was it more like the Ultimas on PCs, or was there any specific RPG series that you liked? Up
4: yep, we mainly had uh computers we we're kind of like one of the few kids on the in the neighborhood that had computers so we started as early as wizardry one the proving grounds of the mad overlord oh nice. okay nice uh, and then you know went up to like uh you know Heroes <laughs> quest which is kind of the hybrid genre uh and then eventually moved up to uh uh ultima six a buddy of mine gave that to me when i was in grade eight i think it was uh it was cool because i was still on hercules monochrome and it was like when the last
2: that really came out on hercules monochrome as far as i was aware was it was it the yeah, pagan you played one
3: monochrome
2: that's cool was it ultima 6 pagan or no that's uh, no, uh no. the black ultima game 6 right? was the
4: false prophet the false prophet, prophet then, yes yeah and yeah. then very shortly after i uh, played that on hercules monochrome is when we upgraded to a 486 and that was just right around when ultima 7 came out and ultima 7 is like one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time Because it was just which uh,
3: is on my favorite games of all time list as well.
4: (laughs)
2: Ultima, the the Ultima. Most
3: people who grew up with Ultima. We're big Ultima fans. (laughs) Yes.
2: Grew up
4: playing Ultima Seven. We'll say Ultima Seven is like one of their best. Yeah, Black Gate.
3: Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And Part Two. I think even Part Two might even be my favorite if I uh, was hard pressed to put.
2: The um, unfortunately, when I when I was growing up, I passed on the Ultima series. I was a I was a big RPG. Guy, but I was mostly on Super Nintendo uh, and on consoles. Yeah. However, I uh, there's a YouTuber that I still follow today. His name is Spoonie. Uh, his name is Noah Antweiler. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah Spoonie. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes under the name The Spoonie Experiment. And uh, I've been following him for about 10 years. And he did the Ultima... Like the retrospective of all the Ultima mm-hmm. games, and yeah, I, I, cool. I think I've watched them all by heart. So even though I've never played them, I know. Like you were you talking about. Them. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. I know the characters. I know everything, and it's. Well, and I also grabbed. Also...
4: It's he kind of only really did that retrospective just to build up to giving a huge rant on Ultima Nine. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what's,
2: what's a paladin?
3: Which is which is fair.
4: I mean, come on. Oh. I think he even says in his Ultima Nine review that the entire reason yep. why he started was so that he could build he up to rag- Ultima Nine.
2: Exactly he on Ultima Nine. <laughs> exactly. It took him it took him like maybe five years to, to film, but oh man, was it worth it when he when he concluded that, that series it was oh it was epic. Uh Well
3: and like Rick, um Ultima Six was our first Ultima as well. Um, okay. And then my dad had bought five, and I was like, eh, "This is not like, you know, six is. There's a big, there's a big difference." Yeah, between the system. Five and six. The
2: system was different, so, right? Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm.
3: And then it's just the sense of the open world mm-hmm. was new, and I, I want to say we were playing that, and then um, Realm came out like 95 so it was after we played Ultima 7 and part 2 um and that was our my first MMO um, and that was from Sierra Online okay and I honestly I do enjoy MMOs but I don't have a lot of time to devote to them and as I got older you know I had more time I guess when I was younger playing them Mm -hmm. and I played Ultima Online even for a while um (laughs) and have all of the boxes for that but like uh and I played EverQuest and EverQuest 2 but like I couldn't get into wow it was too. it was I was in college going to college when all of that stuff was really taking off and um I just couldn't devote as much time so I totally get it it's just I can't you know find myself getting uh, too heavily involved in an MMO again <laughs> at this
2: point in time. So. Uh, I think that's one of the saddest realization that when growing up is when you're young you have all the time in the world to play games you just have no money and when you do eventually yeah. get a job money, get money then, you, then you have no time no to time. play your games. <laughs> that that's just too bad but okay that's pretty good. Hey guys, I wanted to ask you um If I ask you, like, without thinking too much about it, what are your top three video games of all time? So, you guys mentioned Ultima, so, okay, we'll we'll give you that one. What are the other top games that you would play if I tell, if I ask you guys, let's play a game, what games would we be playing? Rick, do you have? I actually
4: have this, uh, I actually have this um, ready to go because I've thought about this a lot in the past. I have a definitive top three. Uh, The order shifts depending on the day, but it's basically. Um, the Quest for Glory series, which I'll count as one because it is like uh, you know, um, they kind of don't parts. If you keep if you put them as together as one series, are pretty much one really long game. Yep. So I count that as my pretty much my definitive number one. And tied for second is um, Ultima Seven and Fallout Two. Oh, Fallout Two! Oh wow, mm.
2: I wasn't expecting that one. Good. Yes, <laughs> I've heard I've heard a yeah. lot about that one.
3: Oh yeah, I i love the fallout games but um my top three is is ultima uh like we talked about um and i would also say ultima 7 part 2 is like like i will i love both the original black gate and serpent's isle but like i will replay serpent's isle hands down okay over and
4: over <clears throat> again I think we could probably think, just sort of count
3: the complete Ultra 7 as one game. We <laughs> yeah, could yeah, just that's count the complete
4: Ultra 7, a, 7 as one game, one, right? One game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then um Baldur's Gate found, 2 uh, Oh. Yeah. So Baldur's Gate 2 um I, I would, if I have if I could say both Baldur's Gate that that would be great, but the second one was definitely my favorite of them. Um and I actually recently played a tabletop game that was based off of Baldur's Gate. And that was really awesome because I love the the world and the lore behind it. And it was like, oh, it was so great to build the towns. And you got to choose your heroes. And the heroes are in the stories. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember all these what? people. But um, mm-hmm. And the and for replayability, too. You know, I'm like, oh, I have all of these games in Steam. I'm going to go play Baldur's Gate, too. Well,
2: <laughs> so, what, what, what's the tabletop but, game that, that that you're referring to? I'm just curious.
3: Oh, um. It's called um, Betrayal of Bald- at Baldur's Gate.
2: Ah, oh, Betrayal. And ah, yes, Betrayal yeah, at Baldur's Gate. and okay. there was
3: a previous one that's Betrayal at of, House on, on the Hill. Hill.
2: Yeah, which and I, it's I just, own. It's
3: a, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like that. It's a build just like that, but then you take it and put the Baldur's Gate lore in it instead, and you're building your towns up, um, and you're, you... Um, are fighting together you know you're fighting it's just like betrayal at but with like fantasy and baldur's gate theme oh, that's
2: good that's good it is
3: really good yeah and if you like um actually if you like betrayal too, i would recommend it it's you don't need, you don't even need to know anything about baldur's gate yes yeah, spe- um, especially
2: play it, especially since i'm guessing it's it's a story-based game i know betrayal at house on the hill is it's the type yeah. of it's a type of board game where it's the typical b-movie haunted house like okay
3: it's, definitely we're, that <laughs> we're going
2: in, in in the in the haunted house and eventually one of the players is a traitor and yep. the, 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 the reason why he brought us to the house is always different so okay that's it's pretty cool just
3: like that but with fantasy uh, medieval party and you're building town you know your your build is is the town that you're in with your party if okay that makes sense. yeah
2: that's so pretty cool go. rick are you a, yeah. are you a board uh, do you play board games rick
4: um I like playing board games. I don't really have very many people to play board games with. Uh, yeah, so that's a common I, issue with yeah. me too
3: is I have a bunch too and... Um, the people I used to tabletop with moved back up to the Seattle area. So
2: <laughs> okay, uh, where, where I'm just where
4: people have like kids and stuff like that. So
2: yeah, that that's that, come back to the to the what I was saying before that when when you grow up, responsibilities. We have no time to play games. We have all yeah. these games. You you guys should see uh, just on on my right. I have about 150 board games staring at me, and I haven't touched them in about two <laughs> wow. years. But
3: yeah, you like your you like tabletop. That's
2: awesome. Yes. Uh Rick, uh here's my deal. I know that you're gonna be moving to Ottawa in the next few weeks, I presume.
4: That's right. Oh. I I uh in about a month.
2: Okay, perfect. Once everything once you're set up and everything is good, we'll have to set us something and I'll bring a few of my board games and I'll 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 be more than happy to play a few games with you if you want. <laughs> Because
4: uh, you're you're only going to be like about two hours away from me at that point. Oh
2: yeah, I have some, I have some some gamer friends that are oh. that that are in Ottawa. So that's uh, so
3: neat. That's awesome.
2: He's gonna. That you be, guys
1: will get to connect. We're really
4: close together. Yes.
2: Yeah. So you're gonna be stuck with me. Ha 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 ha. So, uh, quickly regarding my top three games, uh, my uh, I would say my top three games are Gabriel Knight Two: A Beast Within, which is a oh. game I. Discovered Very about good. five years ago, um, the Gabriel Knight 2: A Beast Within was the game that I I think I must have picked up the box about five hundred times when I was young. Look at the back and say, oh, I don't know, I don't want to pay like sixty dollars for this. I'll buy it when it's on sale. <laughs> and, and when eventually it did go on sale, I was no longer into into PC games. So fast forward like maybe twenty years later, about five years ago uh hey i discovered this this little site called gog.com and there
1: oh you go. they,
3: Ooh, and there it is they
2: have phantasmagoria they have oh <laughs> they even have gabriel knight 2 and i bought it it took me about six months to play it and oh my god
3: uh yeah it's a good one yeah i think original uh, Sin- uh sins of the father is uh is still my favorite but, with Tim Curry, um,
2: Oh yeah, that the that second one
3: is is quality. I mean, that Gabriel Knight main are wonderful point and click games. So Uh
4: inter- interrupt you, Sean, but um Roberta, if we were to see, I think we decided that the complete Ultima 7 was going to count as one game and then you said Baldur's Gate 2. Oh uh, yeah. So what was your third pick then?
3: Oh, uh, well, I, Quest for Glory. You already That's why I didn't okay. really say much. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that.
3: We have very similar tastes in games, Rick and I do. Yes. But, um, I, it, but I actually, honestly, to be honest, put Quest for Glory 4. Because that is my favorite of the entire series. And that is the one that I will just replay over and over and over again. I think it's between that and 2 uh the second one that are my
2: favorites part, part four is that the shadow of darkness one shadow of darkness so yep. so when i was saying uh, when i was saying oh i'm taking a look at the gabriel knight game oh it's still 60 bucks oh never mind i'm gonna take the shadow of darkness game that's on sale and i remember buying that one so yeah! that that was the only quest for glory game that i owned and that that i played and it was they really played. really fun yep was really nah. really fun so and uh, the,
3: and that's the one that's harder to find these days other than the original Heroes Quest because the boxes did not hold up over time. <laughs> so,
2: oh yeah, it was yeah.
4: really quite as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I remember it was it was a, like a a, a cheap a thin purple uh, box and yeah, I think I threw it out. I just kept the uh, the CD well I, I I didn't keep it, of course, but back then I only kept the jewel case with the CD. I know
3: yeah, I mean. We were good, I think, because my dad was was on top of it, uh, keeping our family collection. But you'd be surprised. I was going back and helping them clean stuff, and things are gone and missing, and we have like a huge chart of stuff that's missing, which is unfortunate, but
2: yeah no unfortunately well that's what that's why now we have ebay unfortunately
3: (laughs) yeah but then yeah some of those are like yeah i'm not gonna pay for 500 for a box i'm sorry (laughs) um
2: so um yes so basically gabriel knight 2 is in my top three i'm a big fan of final fantasy 6 on super nintendo uh Uh, yeah or final fantasy 3 on super nintendo Mm uh one of the best rpgs uh, of all time especially on consoles uh, great story yeah, the music was amazing the music is still Beautiful. amazing yeah. um and my top game of all time is a game from 2005 so rick you probably never played it uh, it's a game called guild wars the first guild wars
3: oh the, f- uh, the first one yeah the guild wars was good
2: a lot of people have forgotten about guild wars uh, what what made it amazing for me it was it it had a feeling of an mmorpg you didn't have to pay in a monthly fee so you just bought the game yeah. you had the full game but what was really really good is um i love the customization of your character Um, you had to mix two classes so for example I could create a warrior and mix it with a ranger so I could Mm -hmm. choose skills from the from the two from the two skill sets but you can only bring eight skills with you so uh, you have to try to find you have maybe 600 skills available Okay. okay try to find which eight that you want to bring and it reminded me of my of the days when I used to play Magic: The Gathering when we would build these <laughs> these colored decks. Yeah, So, I, can see that. so yeah. I, I I had all that nostalgia feeling that yeah. so and Guild Wars the the music's amazing. And see, the... that
3: was one that I never could get into because uh, at the time I just was too busy <laughs> to get into it.
2: Um, I never I played did, it, I did but do
3: I'm very EverQuest aware
4: 2. of it because <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, every single thrift store ever has a copy of guild wars in it <laughs> so i That's am very, very familiar true. with That's guild very wars true. even though i've never actually
1: played it
2: no but don't 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 go don't go and for those of call of Duties. <laughs> yes yes I, I, and i remember at one point i was really excited hey i i just bought call of Duty. i think it was call of duty 4 which is also in my top five games of all time um and I got home and I didn't I,
1: know
3: that. You're a Call of Duty fan. That's interesting. I
2: I, I, I only like <laughs> Call of Duty four. After that I was like, oh okay, no, it's 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 I'm no longer a Call of Duty fan. But I will replay the fourth <laughs> one once in a while. Um Yeah, there you go. But uh, don't buy the Guild Wars in the in the thrift uh, shops because as soon as they use the C D key, you're not gonna be able to get it back. So uh you Yeah. I mean that's one of those it.
3: things that you'd collect for having a physical copy, but it's, yeah, I understand that.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, I wanted to know a little bit more about, um, about the, uh, the classic gamer guild. Uh, so, so like, do you guys know basically how did the group start? Like, w-
3: I'm going to let Rick take this one. Yes. It was his, it was his, uh, brainchild actually.
4: All right. Uh, well, I mean, kind of, it basically, um, uh, where do you even start with this uh Roberta approached me at one point because we had been uh, members of various other communities within the classic gaming uh, Facebook groups point about her uh, an idea that she had for an adventure game convention um, called conquest and when she brought me on uh, we were trying to organize and she ultimately decided uh, to put me in charge of social media marketing and which i thought was, you know, that's great. That's something I could probably do really well until I actually had to do anything for it. And I realized that it's actually really hard. (laughs) Um,
1: So It is. (laughs) uh, Yeah.
4: So, you know, I was, I was given a Twitter account. I was given an Instagram account. I was, you know, trying to run the Facebook page. I was sort of like, well, I don't know what to do with any of this stuff. So I kind of skirted around it just by saying like, Hey, you know what? Maybe for social media, I'll maybe uh what I'll do is I'll start a group and just sort of piggyback all these other groups and just kind of build our own thing
2: okay Which and um
4: long story short that's yeah. basically how it started and it just sort of uh evolved from there it sort of I brought in Well um, and
3: it, it became very obvious to us that what we were trying to do um was not only very tedious and time consuming but it wasn't working it's just you, we had no community really um um, to to build what we were um, initially trying to plan to do. And mm-hmm. kind of one by one, people were too busy. Um, also, the, the original group that we brought on um, to help. And and then Rick had this idea, and I was like, okay, well, let's go with it. And we ended up um, bringing in uh, another person who had actually done all of our art. Um, she's a brilliant artist uh, named Nalani Briscoe. Um, hi, Nalani. <laughs> um, she, she did, she had done all of her art and, uh, for Conquest. And, um, so it was me and, and Rick and, and her that were the original admins for our, for our group. And then it just kind of went from there. Um, we just, I don't know. We felt, I think we just got very fortunate too, um, because some people started coming into our group that it was apparent to us were not only they were great posters and good people, um, but really talented in other ways. And, and that's how we found people like Josh Koss, um, who does all of our banner art and, and did our, our guild logos. And, uh, also just a fantastic artist. And then, um, Ryan fan who just, he would bring like games and, and, and conversation into guild and, um, um, Jamie Retz Bosworth, uh, who just, brings in such an awesome um, inspiration and um, communication and love um, that we were looking for, too, um, in community building. Um, And it just has gone from there. I mean, we're, you know, it's been a a year for us, and we're just floored um, how busy it is, how much people have a love for the community. and I, I realize it's just been kind of all of our work all together that has led to where we're at now. So, and that's really exciting and um, yeah. pleasing. And Basically pleasing. We ended
4: up
1: kind of taking
4: a so. life of its own and just sort of like uh, evolved step by step. And we just sort of let it go where it, you know, uh, where it naturally went.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
4: we originally started it to sort of like, hey, let's start it up as like a social media marketing tool for a conquest, but then it actually started to build this community. Uh, Meaning, and then we <clears throat> and then and working you know the more we and need...
3: working with other groups too has been important for us so um and other groups you know saying hey join guild guild is great and us saying hey join this group this group is great and um just a lot of really good people uh, amazing beautiful wonderful talented we have a lot of we have so much talent mm-hmm. uh, in our in our group too uh artists and game developers and um, musicians and it's like uh rick just started this uh, weekend con thing and it's like i'm floored at what people are, are sharing like what they're what they do or or what their art or passion is and it's amazing i'm just i'm amazed by the people um that have kind of uh joined
2: us (laughs) i i I really respect the uh your your vision as to um not just thinking about ourselves but thinking about others that are that love the same thing as as we do Uh, i kind of share the exact same vision as well uh so Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why i think you guys are so awesome i
3: think we yeah thank you and i we encourage that too um, I think that's um, a huge part of guild at this point is that heart and that family and that connection and and us supporting one another and what we're all tr- you know what people are trying to do yeah. and
4: because um, like I said we sort of just it kind of took a it life its own we just sort of like allowed it to grow into what it became naturally so you know it started out as sort of like a promotional tool and then it became a community uh, and then it became sort of like this uh, you know some of this,
1: uh
4: as the community grew it kind of took on the identity of being this like this place of positivity and you know to yeah. cut out a lot of the negativity and toxic toxic um, groups toxic that environments. Are everywhere
2: there, there's yeah. no toxic environment on facebook what are you talking about <laughs> no
1: not lately at all now, <laughs>
4: and lately now it's kind of we it's kind of taking shape that we wanted to sort of actually be um uh step up from the community and become a community that supports uh, independent games and designers and artists and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. so to actually turn it into just sort of being this uh, Facebook community group into something that actually has a positive impact on the independent gaming scene and, and,
2: and, Definitely. And, and again another reason why I love you guys so much you're saying that and it's exactly the same thing uh, than what I'm trying to accomplish as well uh, uh, trying to, to work with with the with indie producers uh, trying to provide them with exposure uh as uh, exactly so 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 again no i i i fully i fully well like i already knew i already knew that you guys were like that but i fully uh, fully respect uh the way that you guys work and again from my end from my end um I joined about a month or two months ago, uh, and so far I've been having a blast with with people uh, posting <laughs> as well as seeing. Um, if, well, if if I can compare you know. the group with other gaming groups, I see a lot of immaturity in different in different groups. Um, I'm not gonna put any names because, anyways, uh, we're, we're, we don't have time for that. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I, I, I I've never I've never seen. I've never I've never felt disrespected in the group uh, and I've always you know I, I I love the um the aura that the group has and I, I think you guys did a great job regarding that Thank thing to keep you. in mind is that
4: uh, <laughs> the other thing too to keep in mind is that uh you know you we, we saw in you you came into our group and you actually became like a big part of our community you were very involved yeah. You made meaningful posts and threads and stuff like that. So we, you know, when it comes to that, we had uh, we greatly encourage and support you uh, promoting and uh, promoting your own group and sort of like you know coming to us as fairly hey a group that I'm starting if you guys are interested and you know we're totally fine with that. A lot of people who start their own groups they just come right away. And the first and thing you do is oh, yeah, yeah. like post a link and say, like, hey, here's my group. See you later, guys. Yeah. And we're like
3: yeah. Yeah. no, you're definitely part of our community uh at this point, John. And uh, thank and, you. And, and and you know, however we can help support your pod, your podcast as well. I mean, we're on it right now saying yay join join the retro Viking <laughs>
2: <laughs> well again th- thank you guys for all your support it's very appreciated uh, which actually brings me to the next question I wanted to ask you um so you, you uh, Rick you mentioned that the the group started a certain way and now it's if it started to evolve um like where where do you see the the, uh, the group heading uh, do you have any special plans in the future? Uh, for the uh, for the group, any th- any special projects?
1: Uh,
4: well, like I said, the um, where we are right now is we want to use this as sort of um, a way of highlighting and supporting the independent scene or the artistic scene. So, you know a lot of our some of our group members are artists. Um, you know, Julia Minamata, Bruce Bernays, Jim Ferguson. A lot of these guys. or uh, well, I mean, Julia is actually also making a game, so that's really cool. But Phil, uh, you Phil know, she,
3: Fortier
1: game yeah yes even, phil even, mm-hmm.
4: the, even those who aren't really de- uh game designers they all they have uh you know they, have, they do other things like uh art music sir so yeah. i we, we just want to be able to spotlight these people so uh you know we're kind of been trying to focus on that and you know i've had a few ideas some of which didn't get off the ground uh i'm just working on launching a podcast
2: oh Okay, that's um, interesting. Yeah,
4: much like, but not quite as good as yours. And, um, but uh, so yeah, you know, we're kind of lining up a few guests and sort of uh, working towards that. Um, so that's kind of our immediate future right now. And like I said, everything's sort of been spin a step at a time and seeing where it leads from there.
2: Well, I would, de- I would and- defi- definitely listen to 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 your podcast. So you make sure that you keep me in the loop in that one as soon as it's up and running. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you have to a member to be of a guest. the guild, so You're you will not
4: be able gig- to get gig- away from me talking <laughs> about it.
2: That's not of problem. <laughs> and,
3: and John, would you have to be a guest too? On, on one of ours as well. I'll so. be,
2: mo- I'll be more than honored.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also say that uh one thing that we've never really you know we're 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 obviously years away from it being actually accomplished but um we are still looking at doing and hosting um conquest which is what we had originally you know started this journey on was all of us working on this thing and um it's essentially an adventure game convention uh because we're we were just so pro adventure games you know growing up with sierra and lucas arts
1: mm-hmm.
3: and we were like what if we had an entire convention that's just for that and bringing in all of these alumni from the past to do panels and people that are working on adventure games now having them come demo and because there's a lot there's a lot of independent developers still working on these types of games and there's obviously a, a huge you know a community for it um Especially if you join like the point yep. and click community, and even with the Sierra the, group, uh, uh, yeah, the Sierra group and the LucasArts gamers, and the, you know, a, there's a bunch of Quest for Glory pages. Um, uh, even the Big Box Collectors group uh, are huge adventure game fans, and um, so that's something that is, you know, we have not forgotten that dream. We will eventually, you know, um, reassess and go back to that at some point. And I think Rick had actually mentioned too that we might have some RPG elements, not just do adventure games, because um, it is such a niche thing. Focus would be adventure games, but I think we would look at doing some other RPG elements. And of course, they kind of just
4: sort of go hand in hand, to be honest. Yeah, right? like, there's they, no real... and,
3: and there's crossovers for a lot of those games uh with rpg elements to the some of the mm-hmm.
2: adventure games I, I think one of the best example is the uh you guys were talking about the um the quest for glory um yep uh, yeah,
1: definitely
2: i i would uh, even though it's not an r well i don't know if i if, it, if i would say it's not an rpg yeah i'll say it's an I rpg think it's both. yeah i think i think it's a yeah. very good mix uh yeah. so so this this event is it is it something that's in the works? Is it a is it like a a project, or do you guys already have a date in mind, like in an ideal?
3: <laughs> well, we've we've put twenty twenty, but um twenty twenty. Okay. You know that's very um, you know, at one point I think we had put uh next year, and I'm like ah, I can't believe we thought we could do that, <laughs> but um, and no, there's no, there's nothing solidified because it is a work in project, uh working project but i I do know that we have a lot of people interested and still wanting to help us um and i think that right now we're just focusing on exactly what rick said okay is building community and then and that's the way you do it too right it became apparent to me especially as we've been growing i was like oh this is how we're going to have this be a thing a tangible thing and for people to be interested in wanting to help us, um, wanting to support us um, when we finally do re- launch a Kickstarter, things like that, that uh, are necessary um, in order for things like this to happen. So that's just, you know, it's just there. It's a future goal. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we'll keep everyone updated as we of go. Of course.
2: So. Yes, it's very, it, th- this is also something I would be. I always wanted to go into a gaming convention, uh, especially I used to follow a lot of, uh, of the board game conventions because they're all over the place. Sure. Uh, yeah. I've never actually been to one.
3: Tabletop is a huge focus still for packs. So. Yes,
2: indeed. Uh yeah it's crazy how 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 board games uh it it boomed in the last 10 years. It it's it's did. crazy. It's
3: a huge thing now. It's mm-hmm. crazy.
2: But uh no yeah. def- definitely if if there's anything that 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 we can do here on on our end to help you guys let me know cuz uh, uh, it's something that I would very much appreciate and i would i would do my best to be there as well to be part of the thank you john that's awesome
4: (laughs) (laughs) you really appreciate that and of course you know it goes both ways i think uh you know the the bigger the community the stronger the community so you know if the two of us i'm sure can uh, work together to a very similar
2: indeed definitely indeed so this uh, this actually brings me to um i think we can we can go to the main uh, to the main theme of the episode uh where we were talking about about gog.com um okay my first question is do you guys go with gog or with gog g um
3: i've called it gog but i think the i think it's more correct calling it gog because it stands for a. What does it stand for? It stands for good old for, games. Um, good old, good games. old games. Yeah. So, if you're going the acronym route, it would be GOG.
2: Gocom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, so if if I would ask you on the top of your head, and I might already know your answer based on what you answered previously, but what are the top three games that you that we can find on GOG.com right now? Ultima. That we can Fallout, find, no, that you can find right now. So, so if I if I need oh, to purchase yeah. three games right now, what are the three mm. games I need to purchase?
4: Just people in general, like um. Yes. I mean, Quest for Glory series, mm-hmm. um, Ultima Seven, and Fallout Two. My top three <laughs> games. There you are go. There. See, Why not just go. With that? You
3: uh, can buy. The, they have a good Fallout package. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So I would recommend that if you no, know, if you, especially if for people that have not gone and played any of those games, they have all of them available now.
4: It just yeah. so happens that my top three games are on GOG, so that was really simple. For yes. Me. <laughs> there you go. See, ya! Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: somehow I knew it's my it's my mentalist aspect. I told you guys I used to do magic. I knew already That's that right. you're, you see. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> How about you, uh, Roberta? What would be your top three games from GOG?
3: Um. By the Quest for Glory series, yep. by the King's Quest, they have yes. the, all the King's Quests in, yes. in packages now, um, and the Space Quests.
2: Okay, so. w- 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 what is the best Space Quest, and which is the best uh, King King's Quest?
3: <laughs> um, well, my favorite, my personal two favorites of for the the King's Quest series, um, still to this day, remain three and, and four, um, and. And for uh, for sure, yeah, and uh, I I kind of those were our first King's Quest that we actually played. Okay. Um. But and I love I love the continuation uh, except for maybe eight. Eight was. Oh, I was yeah. A little disappointed in eight. Wow, well, you're
2: being but. polite. <laughs> <laughs> I am being polite
1: <laughs>
3: but um, and I, I honestly I, I know that that's uh, another can of worms I don't want to get into which is the reboot which um, was disappointing to me in some ways but I also do know that it was none of the original people that worked on it so of course it was different it was a new team and some people some people really enjoyed it and I can understand that but um, anyway I would say the spiritual successor um, after uh seven uh was in maybe not including eight because it wasn't that great of a game um is the silver lining uh which is free you can get them for free and our very own bruce bernice did all of the background work for all for that game so um a really good really good spiritual successor and then um for space quest uh, oh geez i guess i think three I think three is my favorite,
2: for sure. Three. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I was. I'm I, also
4: a big fan of five.
3: Five, five, like that one. I like five. Yeah, I mean, it just it had completely different graphics at that point, but um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> They're all funny, <laughs> and at that point, you get the narrator. So.
2: <laughs> the um, uh, uh, for me, for me, the best King Quest I would have to say is King Quest six. Um, yeah, six was great. I, I wasn't Beautiful a bit, art too. Most yes. people kind of
4: regard six as sort of the best. Mm-hmm, yeah, I just haven't really played very much of it, so uh, four is is my favorite.
2: Um, yeah,
3: I enjoyed six as well, and, and even people and people that didn't like it, I still liked seven. Um, I like I kind of I think that people didn't enjoy seven as much because the art deviated. Yeah, so much I, I believe five and six.
2: I, I believe it's the same company that did the animation for those Lynx CDI games. I, I I've mm-hmm. read that somewhere. So, yeah, very
3: Disney looking.
2: Yeah. Yes, very yeah. Very, yeah. very very Disney looking. Uh, for Space Quest, my favorite was Part Four with the Energizer uh, Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that lasts <laughs> I about
3: that. no. I can understand that too. That was a good one. You seem about two oh, minutes. Oh, actually. The atmosphere for that one is really good. Yeah, it was crazy.
4: Yeah, I <laughs> actually yeah. thought that it was really uh, my favorite part about four. Really, is the is just like the cool idea of the fact that you can visit these sequels that haven't happened yet. Right.
1: Yes.
2: Because of your ta- time <laughs> yes. Really, uh,
1: yes. Yeah, I
4: time travel to like a. Um, In a very uniquely Sierra way, just sort of like you know, here's you're you're going to Space Quest 10 now, and then you go back to Space Quest one. I think that was just really uh, the really perfect way for them to handle time travel.
3: Easter eggs. There's fun Easter eggs in that one too. I remember
2: we have uh, we actually have somebody on the chat. Jude Gore mentions that the games the games that Jude would get is anything that ends with the phrase Quest Collection, which is
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's
4: actually a really good way to. To do it, yeah. Jude's um. One of our
3: awesome members. Hi, Jude.
2: Hello, Jude. <laughs> uh, Jude Sorry,
4: also. That was a horrible joke. I feel bad
2: about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jude mentions the new King Quest was good for what it was, but didn't feel like King Quest. So, uh, and I think that's yeah. also the general that's, feeling. I,
3: that is the general um, opinion, I
2: believe. Yeah. <laughs> and Jude also says that King Quest Six is. Uh, is the best one as well. So, okay, yes, yeah. all right. You just yep. won some some brownie points on my end. <laughs> all right, so... And also,
4: sort of uh, add add on to that, in terms of the uh, quest collections, there is... Uh, uh, They don't really fall into the quest format of titling, but the Laura Bow series yes. is actually mm, one of my favorites yep. uh, of the Sierra Catalan. Those are,
3: those are some of my favorite games, and I had always wanted more, um, especially, you know, the second one, and I was like, no, there's no more, but... I was right, laura for halloween a few years ago so.
2: oh wow nice
3: <laughs> we know we know that those are uh definitely uh, some of our favorites <laughs>
2: um i originally skipped on the laura bows however uh, when i discovered pushing up roses on youtube she's always mm, talking yeah. about about the, those uh those games and she actually did, did some playthroughs. so
3: yeah sarah's really good awesome yeah yes. she's She's really cool when, and does a lot of those old adventure games. And I love
2: that. Yes. So. Uh, I'm i I'm a big uh, follower of, of all of her work. And I remember mm-hmm. when you posted your picture of the blanket, uh, oh, I, yeah, I sent yeah. her, I sent her a copy on Twitter and she was like, ah, I need this. I want, I want <laughs> one. <in> <laughs>
3: Get her and kill John. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh, yeah. I, so just before we, we go into the, um, in, into the main uh, the main uh, theme for today. I just want to take a few moments just to um, uh, talk about. There's a special event that's coming up in about a month from now on November 3rd. It's the Extra Life 24-hour gaming marathon, um, and I know I already mentioned it on the uh, on the uh, the classic. Uh, I'm sorry on the uh, classic gamer guild, uh, but basically it's a 24-hour uh, 24-hour game day, so you you can play board games. Video games, uh, and and the um, the reason why we do this it's to uh, to collect funds for the Children's Miracle Network. So it's for for yeah. sick children, and uh, it's gonna be my sixth year that I'm gonna be doing this, and I'm trying to, oh, to that's I'm, amazing. I'm trying to get to my uh, to two thousand uh, dollars raise for the kids. So uh, and if unfortunately I cannot do this alone, so if there's any listeners that wants to join. Uh, to join the team, I'll make sure to post a link. Uh, if you guys want to take a look, it's for a great cause and it's really really fun.
3: Yes, and definitely keep that promoted um, in our group so that other people can join
2: in on you, that. You you can be sure that on on November third, I'll be I'll be posting my live stream. I'm gonna be streaming 24 hours, so I'll make sure to, to to let you guys know if you guys want to also drop in play a few games great. or something. Great. So
1: okay, is, is there anything is-
4: we can do to help you with that?
2: um if you can help me spread the word that would be that would be perfect which uh, I know you guys already do so, we'll do so it's, ve- it's very yeah. very appreciated <laughs> so all right my question for you guys and this is the reason why I invited you on the podcast um I was I was um I was reading a post uh, uh Rick you made a post that you were um that you were going through your 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 list of games on goG.com uh, so and Correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably have like hundreds of games on GOG. We all have hundreds of games on GOG. <laughs> I
3: am.
4: At, uh, I can't remember the exact count, but I'm a. About a handful away from 300 on wow. GOG. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about that too. <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah, I think I think I'm about 200 on GOG and like 865 on on Steam. It's, Steam. Uh, pff, it's crazy. <laughs> I hit
4: 200 on GOG and I said, okay, that's all. I'm not going to buy anymore. Yeah. I, I've,
2: I've said that a few times also. Until <laughs> yeah. until my wife t- until my wife said it. you're not going to buy anymore. I'm like, oh yes, honey. So 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 that so that's when I stopped buying my uh, my twenty game bundles uh, at five bucks. (laughs) So my question for you guys today is: uh, I'm looking for what are your top three games that you wish GOG or it could be Steam, but in this case we'll stick to GOG. What are the top three games that you would like to see on GOG? Um, So Rick, I don't know if if you wanted if you wanted to start.
4: roberta go first on this one because i know that we have the same pick
3: we have a same pick um and actually i'll just say it first uh even though i I don't think i had listed it but anyway uh blade runner is probably between i mean both rick and i had said that
2: uh and
3: it that's a beautiful game it's it still holds up even to this day i do i think it came out in like 1997 and um it it is basically you're playing blade runner i mean you are in the world of blade runner um you're you know you play um another another runner um not deckard it's a different character and and the graphics are beautiful the music is beautiful the atmosphere the puzzles it's just a beautiful game and it's just a shame it's just a, a real shame that it's not available for other people to play it um and so that would, that would be, you know, uh, I think a, a huge pick of mine for it to be re-released or maybe even remastered and released. I think um, one of the
4: great things about that game too is that it actually takes place like um, concurrently with the movie.
3: Concurrently, yeah. yeah. It like
4: doesn't, it's not yeah. part of the movie. It didn't try to follow in that footsteps, but it just sort there, of happens kind yeah, of off in the, the case- periphery.
3: Occasionally, there's a, a couple of characters that you run into. They're not like quest characters, but they're in there, and you're like, ah, you know. So,
4: um, it was about yeah, that I game too is that was, uh, number one. It was like one of the uh, one of the last really great point-and-click adventures for a little while before uh, uh, the yeah, genre sort of revived. Were... So um.
3: Yep. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
4: It eventually did, it but uh, the the great 90s. thing about this was, um, you know, another thing that roberta and i have in common is that blade runner is one of our favorite movies of all time ah.
1: yeah and
4: um i think it's, it was really mind-blowing for me to play this character and to actually like go to these places that appear in the movie and in the appear movie. exactly There's as them. they do in the movie and so it's just
2: you're it i don't know how they
3: you're in the same like car you're in the same vehicle That Deckard is in the same places. Yeah, it's incredible.
2: So it's the same world, and I'm I'm taking a look right now. Uh, It's very steampunk. Yeah, the same same places. places.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, I. I, You're
3: going to the same. You're going to the same businesses, and it's just yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, it it actually looks pretty good, and I actually have a copy uh, a copy of this game, uh, and I've never I've never installed it, so I guess. and and now we're in the strip club, and I'm just watching some. I'm just watching a stripper that's <laughs> dancing. All right,
3: that was a, so, that was a hard one. I think. Uh, anyway, so uh,
2: curious though.
4: Like, does it does it run properly? If you have a copy of it, does it run properly on modern machines?
2: Uh, maybe Rober- no. Roberta, do you? Uh... No, you okay. have right?
3: to. You yeah. have to have at least Windows ninety eight or below for it to run properly. I actually recommend Windows ninety five, and we played it on. Um, one of my friend's old systems uh, builds that he had built um, previously and okay. it's still even then it took some finagling um, I would say if you have an older laptop that even if that has Windows 95 and 98 it should run okay
2: I would totally I would totally play Dark Seed if that's the case. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Dark Seed. Oh, should, I should, should have put Dark Seed on the oh, list. Oh,
1: Dark Seed. That's oh good man, one. <laughs> I forgot about Dark Seed. <laughs>
2: so Rick, Rick, did you have anything that, that you wanted to uh, to add on uh, on Blade Runner? Any memories? I added it. Yeah,
4: I'm yeah. good. Um, not not really. I just remember sort of. Uh, you know, at this point, point and click adventures were kind of dying out. So this is kind of like a last hurrah that really showed like this is how awesome it could be. Yeah. It
2: yeah. And it was
3: West, and it was Westwood Studios, which I, you know, was really sad that was another studio I was sad when it went down. So because so many good For games sure. have come from Westwood.
2: Okay. Now that's pretty cool. Now unfortunately I was all excited. I was about to say I think I'm going to install I think I'm going to install the, uh, the the game and i'm going to play it but now of course i have windows 10 <laughs> so it's not going to work <laughs>
4: yeah yeah and that compatibility mode does not work it yeah. doesn't Mm-mm. yeah
2: unfortunately yeah. so so gog please please get blade runner cuz uh, yeah i want to it <laughs> right now um so my first pick uh, is actually a, it's a weird one um i actually I yeah i actually chose the hoyle's book of games volume 1 um uh, yep. which not a weird that's,
1: pick that's, that's actually a, really no, good no that's pick. a good pick <laughs> yeah
3: this, that's th- not weird
1: at all <laughs>
2: so so for those that for those that don't know and uh, um this is the part that that I wanted to see for those that don't know it's basically you it's it you play cards you play um there's cribbage there's gin i'm trying to remember by heart crazy but eights. crazy eights old um, maid, old maid. Um, so you you have all these card games, and as for the ones that are on the live stream, can see the people with who you play. You have King Graham, you have Roger Wilco, uh, you have like all these Sierra characters. You have Larry that's there, uh, Princess yeah, Rosella. That
3: was, that was the best part about the first volume was it's <laughs> like you got to play like you're actually playing as you know with and against. Um, uh, and they say funny things too. Yes, I
4: remember. Um, yeah. By the way, who's uh, where's this dog from?
2: I have no clue. <laughs> I'm not sure where, where where the dogs from. I know there was the dog. There the were the dogs, and there were like three kids that uh, they, they they weren't that good. The one that the one that struck me when I was researching is the uh, the old man in the um, Laura Bow uh, yeah, uh, Colonel's, Colonel's Bequest. Bequest. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's
1: a
3: colonel.
2: <laughs> so I was oh shit, he's in there too, and oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember K- King Graham, Roger Wilco, uh, and I think Larry also. I knew Larry. Who he, yeah, and yep. the the other ones. I thought okay, they're cool characters. I, I didn't realize how how big the Sierra universe I was. <laughs> well, I think there was. a you really like to play it now?
4: Because um, I'm pretty sure if I go back and play it. Uh, I'm going to recognize a lot more characters than I did when I originally played it many, many, there's many, many, many years ago. There's characters
3: in there, too, from some of their educational games, like Mixed Up Mother Goose, and EcoQuest, and uh, there's another one where, where it was like, they're less familiar characters, but I think at the, the time, too, they were, the Hoyle games came out encouraging, also, children play, children to play.
2: Cassie, hello. I'm so. Cassie. Do you like to play cards? Oh, so I don't think Cassie was. Uh, she was one of the little kids. Oh well. Um, yeah. So definitely, and the games. I I remember. I remember my dad used to play this, and he he, he wasn't a big gamer. Like he had he had no clue who these character was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he uh, like card games. Yes, and yeah. he actually taught me when I was young. He taught me how to play hearts, how to play yeah. gin. Uh, mm-hmm. So. There's all these games, and they're still playable. I mean, anybody can play Cribbage. So definitely the Hoyle Book of Games Volume 1 would be one of my picks.
3: I would pick that too. It's a good one. I'm even
4: going to say that um, I would probably never play anything other than Hearts and Cribbage because those two are the best card games yes. ever made. <laughs> indeed.
2: <laughs> all right, so uh, Rick, did you want to go for the second pick?
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's more of a series than any one particular entry in that series, but I happened to notice a little while ago because I was actually actively looking for it, and they do not have any of the Mech Warrior games on GOG right now.
2: Oh, yes, the Mech and Warriors. I think that's
4: a glaring omission. I think they have a few kind of um, similar such games, but the Mech Warriors are just iconic. Like, they are. Uh, I remember being a kid, and, you know, a friend of mine. Was the only kid on the block that had, or in the neighborhood rather, that had the original Mac Warrior, and I would just find any reason to go over to his <laughs> to place play. to play <laughs> Mac Warrior because he was just amazing. <laughs> it was just mind blowing. Um, at the it just uh, got better as the series went on.
2: The uh, I I I recall I got back into PC gaming. In about 1994, 1995, and I remember buying a lot of PC Gamer magazines and seeing some MechWarrior 2 ads all the time. For that. Uh, I think it was like one of the best ones too. I'm taking a look at the like at the gameplay now, and the graphics are they're, they're still looking good. I mean, they're 1995.
4: Oh yeah. oh yeah, no, they 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 really hold up. I actually played MechWarrior 4 not too long ago, and I did not realize that it was actually like um, a long time ago now.
3: You know they have mech Warrior online now, too.
2: Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't really do MMOs very much. I believe it's an MMO.
3: I'd rather go back and play old ones.
4: <laughs> mech Warrior yeah. Two. There's actually two mech Warrior 2s, because the original mech Warrior 2 was basically kind of just uh, mission by mission, here's your mech. And people yeah. didn't really like that very much because it kind of wasn't in the spirit of what they liked about the original mech Warrior, so they released mech yeah. Warrior 2 Mercenaries, which is a lot more in line with what people wanted, where in which you were mm. a mercenary who bought, traded, you know, bought and repaired and sold your your mechs. So uh, mm-hmm. make sure make sure you get more mech warrior two. When
3: did the first one come out? It's old. It's like eight, late eighties, isn't it?
4: Eighty nine or something. Eighty nine. Like that? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy.
2: Yeah. No, indeed. I'm taking a look at Warrior four right now, and oh yeah, it looks good. It looks fun. It. Uh, sure.
4: There are people who are who would consider themselves a little bit older that were not born at the time of MechWarrior One. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> all right, not a good. Good choice. I yep. would
3: have been nine.
0: <laughs> no.
2: That, I'm about there for me too. <laughs> yeah, about the same thing for me as well. All right, that's Guess we're all about the same age right? Yeah, yeah, oh. we're 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 old. <laughs> we're we're old. <laughs> well, uh, except Roberta, she's not old. No. She, she's, no. Like, she's like 21. 20. Yeah, 21. Yeah,
3: 21. I can't drink yet. That's good. That's At least good. in my country.
2: <laughs> yeah, can you can drink up here. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah.
1: know, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, Roberta, do you want to go with your next pick? What game um, would you like to see on GOG.com?
3: I would definitely love to see the Discworld series. Mm, yes. And those were wonderful games uh, based off Terry Pratchett's Discworld And they are essentially playing the books uh, as, and as a huge Terry Pratchett fan as well. I just loved those games so much. Um, I my favorite is actually the third, the Discworld Noir. Um, But they're all really good, and um, I wish they would be on GOG for everyone to play. So
2: Uh, I I heard that the puzzles are ridiculously like Moon Logic puzzles.
3: Especially it's hard. Their their puzzles are really hard, and I would definitely recommend walkthroughs for anyone playing them. I think we needed to get hints um <laughs> for it. Are they,
4: are it, they but proper hard or are they Moon
2: Logic hard?
3: They're like they're logic puzzle hard, like missed hard some of
2: them. Like there so. there, there was one puzzle I'm trying to remember because I remember that that uh, pushing up roses did a video. Uh, explaining the moon logic puzzles, there was mm-hmm. one puzzle where what you had to go back in the past to do something, and then you had to come back in the f- you I had to go to the future, yeah, something like that. Yep. Uh, you had to put a fr- swallow a frog so that you could <laughs> yep. uh,
1: it's
2: like f- for no reason other than okay you had to do it it's yeah, like, Okay.
3: and but you're coming from a Sierra gamer too yeah. so it was yeah, like no oh, these puzzles make no sense <laughs> but of course they
2: make sense <laughs> yeah games back then were so <laughs> harder
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> alright no, that's a very good choice and I know a lot. there's a there are there are a lot of fans of um, of Discworld as Ter- well.
3: Yeah, Discworld and Terry Pratchett. Yep. All right. So and and they're funny. They're fu- I mean you know Terry Pratchett's writing is is always very t- tongue in cheek uh, humor. <laughs> so.
2: All right. Oh, okay. So my my number two game, and this is actually this is a game that I I recently discovered that it was available on android so if you if you have i'm pretty sure it's on itunes and uh, and uh, the google store it's called quarterback attack so this is (laughs) one of the weirdest fmv games that you can find it's basically you play football it's a football fmv game
3: fmv yeah
2: and um I, i i remember my friend owned this game and we used to go to his place and we knew nothing about football. We're not big football. Well, today I came I'm... out on 3DO too. Yes, it did come out on yeah, 3DO as well. Yeah. I think There's it was a lot on of Saturn. More FMV on 3DO. <laughs> uh, but and I I recently played it on on my on my smartphone, and it still plays pretty good. I mean, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's football. So, yeah. uh, 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 did you guys ever hear about this one? I know not a lot of people actually heard about 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 this game a lot of people are like what there's a football fmv game <laughs> yeah baby
4: i know very few yeah, sports it, games
3: isn't it mike did cut did, yep yeah. mike did
2: yep he he he's in it and yep. uh, oh my god I, i'm reliving so many <laughs> memories so i'll
3: have to watch somebody do a playthrough i
1: never played it so
2: Oh yeah, I'll be more than happy to to do one for you and post it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, sure. One day, one day I'll do a playthrough uh, uh, on and I'll post it on the classic guild, and we'll see how many people <coughs> go like, "What the fuck are you playing?" <laughs> <laughs> so that was my my number two. It was Quarterback Attack. There you go. All right, Rick, did you want to go with your final choice for today?
4: And, and that just because anyone who knows me knows exactly what it is so <laughs> i'm gonna I'll, I'll let roberta go first on this one oh, okay all right. um
3: mine was black and white so that was a game that i very much enjoyed in the late 90s um and surprised that it's not available
2: yeah no so I, it's not I, um no i don't think it's available <laughs> because that was one of the games that i had on my uh, on my uh I I I wanted to get it because it's also one of those games that I wish that I had gotten when it originally came out. Came out, yeah. uh, But no, I've never found it. If it's somewhere, I have no clue where to find it.
3: Yeah, we just you know have it. I have it in big box. So um, when actually, I think I want to say it was late '90s, but I think it was early '2000s actually. Oh,
4: yeah, it was around there. So it was within that little turn of the century ish. I can't remember. But it was still in the
3: big box because I have the big box. But it was a lot of fun. I like, I love that game, and I like, yeah. And it's it's called black and white because you can choose. I like the idea of you being able to choose to be a good god or a bad god.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. You could like slap people. The ultimate power that comes with that. that uh, yeah that's pretty cool and, and again as soon as that one is out that's one of the games that i would love to be able to stream and share with people because oh, it was yeah, one of the classics ba- back back yeah, absolutely back when it came out i know that everybody was talking about this game it was like a god simulator and there was a yeah. huge hype and a huge buzz around it so yeah
3: that's why i'm kind of going how is it not up on steam yet but uh, there you go
2: i'm guessing it's licensing or something
3: i don't know um I actually I know it's EA that uh, published it. That's why. So
2: that why it's
1: I don't
3: know. Oh, maybe.
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's true. I we'll mean. go. We'll go take a look. <laughs> All right. While I go take a look at that, Rick, did you want to? Did you want to present your uh, your, uh, f- your sure. final it's, choice?
4: It's absolutely no surprise to anyone who knows me because I go on about this game a lot. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> <the game, laughs>
4: It's a game called Planets Edge: The Point of No Return, uh, and really, the only game. reason I really talk about it is because nobody knows what it is.
2: Yeah, I had so... no, I had no clue what it was. So that's why when I was researching, and I was like, "Oh shit, this looks amazing! It looks really, really fun."
4: Yeah, it, it was fun.
3: It was New World <laughs> Computing. It's a good. I, I enjoyed it.
4: Yeah, and they're and they're a great they're a great uh, company too. New World Computing. Yeah, but yeah. It was actually it was so it was so obscure that um, even. When uh, Game Facts was around for a while and they had like pretty much every game. um,
3: And they didn't have that. Yeah.
4: And they didn't have Planet's Edge listed. Really? So for a little while, you know, uh, yeah, for a little while, I was actually kind of wondering, like, uh, what about this game? Like, you know, I I owned the big box, so I knew it existed. Yeah. But it's sort of like, how how come nobody. Oh, did you actually own it?
3: Yeah, because my dad was a huge sci fi fan. So
4: actually yeah, came across it by fleet because I was looking for a different game and so I was just buying up like pretty much every single sci-fi game I could find so, that I
2: played years ago
3: Yeah, I remember uh, the box cover it was cool.
2: So is is this like a space simulator game or a... what it is is basically uh, if you
4: take turn-based. if you mash up if you mash up um, Star Trek with Ultima 6.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: Basically, the engine feels very familiar if you've played Ultima Six. Yeah. Uh, But the format is more of a Star Trek kind of game, where you command a squad of like four away team members,
3: Mm -hmm. and it's like turn turn based.
2: um... Hi! It looks amazing. Yeah, it looks fun.
4: And uh, the story of it is basically the Earth just kind of vanishes, Um, but it's it, it nothing seems to have changed other than Earth is gone now. Okay. Orbits something. Uh, nothing has really shifted in the you know in this system. So um, you know, a few remaining survivors go over to the moon, start up a star base, and basically decide to figure out where the Earth went. So it ultimately the story is kind of sort of a. Um,
3: I would compare it. I would compare it to uh, to Star Control a little bit.
4: Ah, uh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the starship combat mechanics are very reminiscent of star control.
3: Yeah.
4: And the, you know, the plot is ultimately uh, a MacGuffin hunt, but the interesting thing is that every time you go to a new planet, you basically, you, you basically play like an episodic adventure on each planet that you visit. Yeah.
3: Yep.
2: Okay. You know, oh, it's that's cool. Yeah.
4: Story that helps you event, uh, uh, help, helps you in your progress towards your ultimate goal.
3: Yeah, I would definitely love for that to be back up on GOG or Steam because I would, I would love to play that. I never actually played it. I, I watched my dad play it, right? So,
2: so, do, so do you have do you have the box version, uh, Roberta?
3: Um, my, yes, at my folks' house. Okay, so that was it. Be in my family collection.
2: Okay, that's cool. So, so your parents are gamers too, right?
3: My dad, yeah. I mean, we can get my mom doing board games.
2: <laughs> ah, that, but that's de- perfect
3: definitely I got the bug from my dad so
2: okay oh that's pretty cool
4: <laughs> parents do not game in any way shape or form and look down on me for the fact that I do <laughs>
2: I, I, I still get the same question every time I, I go to my dad's place. It's like, what again? What is it that you do? You play games? And people actually watch you play games? I'm like, yeah, dad. <laughs> and they pay you to, to watch you play games? I'm like, yeah, sometimes they do. <laughs> Kids are weird. Yes, we are weird. So, <laughs> uh, but, but again, yes, good choice. This is definitely something that... Uh,
3: Forever 12. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> um. And all right. So we are at we are at the uh, the last pick. Uh. As Origins is opening, so that I can go take a look to see if uh, if uh, black black and white is available. I believe it is. I do recall seeing it. Um. So my my last pick, and this is another FMV game, but this is actually the very first FMV game that I owned. Yeah, I I, played. Um, I owned. Yeah. Yes, I re- I remember saving my money, going to the general store, and buying. Uh, it's a a small game called uh, Murder in the First Degree. It dates back from 1995, so <laughs> I think it ran on Windows 3.1, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it uh, was a
3: broader and it was a broader bun. Yes. and an adventure game.
2: So. Yes, did you guys ever play it? I did. Okay, did you
4: ever em- until just now?
2: Okay. <laughs> did you, did, did you uh, ever manage to convict the, uh, because basically in this game, what no. No, he always got away. <laughs> he always got away. I, yeah, that, that would
3: be, see, this is another one I would love to revisit. So.
2: A sequel for this called Murder in the
4: Second Degree?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's like the best uh, best verdict I think uh, I think I got. Um but but basically in this game you play the uh, uh, there's been a murder. It was um uh, the 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 person that died and the uh, the presumed killer are, were two business part- partners that owned an art gallery uh and mm-hmm. the girlfriend and the wife of the deceased man is in, is in this and um, you basically play the um, uh, the, the attorney that yes. yeah. so so your job is to try to prove that everything was like you're trying to get the, the verdict of murder in the first degree and what was really fun is that the game plays in, into two sections so one section where you have to interrogate the people and it's basically you have three or four choices of questions you can ask them if you ask them the wrong questions or in the wrong order you might not be able to get all the information and later on when you go to court they might act differently uh Mm -hmm. so 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 the this is a type of game that if you like if you have a walkthrough it's just okay click this click that click this click that there's no challenge but when you don't use a walkthrough this game is amazing because you have to replay replay try to there's some people that you can't be too aggressive while other people if you're not aggressive enough then yeah, you have to get to learn learn the characters. So the characters are great. Um, I I remember loving all the atmosphere of of the game. It felt very like
3: 1995. 1990s <laughs> O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You had um, you had like the all these little fake commercials. I'm trying to find one, but uh, uh, after every day you would watch TV and you had like these fake commercials that would come up. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my god, I, I love this game. I, ne- yeah. I I've never beaten You be- still have be- it in it. the box. I think I still have the CDs, but they no longer work. Yeah. I would have to find them. I I actually yeah. bought this again on eBay about five years ago. Nice. Um, and I played it. I had tons of fun, and I, I'm not sure if I still have the on. Well, that.
3: I for one would love to replay it. We never had it. In, I never had it in the box, but. Uh,
2: it was it, it it was a great game. So this is one of those FMV games that not not a lot of people know about it. Uh, well, it wasn't as popular as. The King quests and the space quests and mm-hmm. this all the other Sierra games, but that that one holds a special place in my heart.
3: <laughs> Unless you're a big weirdo like me that loved FMV, so
2: <laughs> oh well, I know all about big, big weirdos that love FMVs. Yes. Hey, that's what I'm Please. all about. <laughs> weirdo FMV club. R- Rick Rick yeah, is is. Ju- has just left. He's like, yeah, screw these guys. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs>
1: I, I'm completely out of this
4: conversation. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, but again, this this comes back uh, before the podcast. We were talking about FMV games. We were talking about r- like more recent games, like uh, Her Story, Late Shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. if I take a game like Late Shift, it reminds me a little bit, uh, or of even it. Her Story. Yeah, Her it, Story. Exactly. Her
3: story made me think of it. Yeah.
2: So uh, so uh, yeah. Her so- Story
3: doesn't take very long either. That's another good one to. If you don't want to if you can't invest a lot of time in a game, so
2: indeed it is a very good game, it doesn't last too long. Well, again, it depends if you get stuck, you don't know uh, what to ask. Uh, if you know what, what questions to ask, and I think there's even a bug uh, somebody told me, Oh, you just need to type this and uh, you'll get every question. I'm like, Okay, what's the fun okay. in that? It's
1: like, Okay, <laughs>
2: a friend of mine actually made an FMV
4: game a few years ago called uh, Press X to Not Die.
2: Oh, yes, yeah. I love that game.
4: Yeah, so he, uh, i was actually originally invited to uh, write that game. Accepted at first, but then kind of just didn't really get the hang of how to write a game, so I just kind of passed on it. Uh, but it is ultimately better for it. It's um, it's perfect as it is. If I just want to give a little shout out, if anyone wants, if anyone's an FMV fan, uh, press X to not die. It's definitely uh, worth taking a look.
3: And one was that's one i had not played so i already bought it
2: <laughs> it is indeed a fantastic game i uh, this is this is one of the games when i first started streaming and i said okay i'm going to try to find some fmv games and i'm like press x to not die i'm like what the hell is this and all <laughs> my, and i fell in love with the game i finished it i think like four times there's like different endings depending on what you do oh that's fantastic so uh yeah no the the game the game is actually pretty fun uh so yes definitely look into it um, Alrighty. So I think I think that pretty much covers up everything that that uh, we wanted to to discuss about uh, about GOG.com. So um, I wanted to ask you guys, if people want to, f- to follow you guys, what are besides besides the obviously the uh, uh, the Facebook groups? Uh, what are the best place to follow you on social media? Do you have any any special uh, special accounts or anything that you would like to share with us?
4: Classic Gamers Guild has a Twitter that is basically inactive at this point. Okay. Um, But, you know, there's the page. If you just search for the Classic Gamers Guild, we have a page, we have a group. Um, But beyond that, I mean, I don't think I have an Instagram because, you know, what would I even post on that? I have no idea. Uh, Screenshots. Yeah, beyond that. (laughs)
3: Uh, And Conquest has a page, but it's not nearly as active as it was in the past as well i would just invite everyone to join our facebook group that is where we are the most active um follow the page if you feel um and uh, i don't know i i i think it would be in our interest at some point to get our twitter up and going but um we just we're so busy focusing on building our community in facebook um, it's been kind of Difficult for us to, you know, take time to pursue other uh, social media aspects at this point.
2: For for me, for me personally, I've I've uh, I've managed to get in touch with a few a few artists via twitter so mm. maybe my suggestion is once you guys are are starting to look for people to invite to the convention that's probably when you're going to want to oh to, yeah to and i ab-
3: absolutely know that already because there's some artists that aren't even on facebook or they have exactly. an, an account on facebook but they don't use it uh, but they are active on twitter so yeah we are very much aware of that
2: okay that's pretty cool so did you guys uh, did you guys have any final thoughts any any People that you would Actually, like? to, Any messages? If I, can,
4: if I can, Well, I mean, if I can ask a question here, just uh, for the sake of it, because I think we all really want to um, promote the indies and stuff like that. So I think, uh, I guess my question to put out to everyone is, uh, what is your favorite recent indie game?
2: Oh, that's a good one. Favorite uh, recent indie game.
3: I think one of my favorites would have to be Hero U uh, from The Cole, mm-hmm. the awesomeness of that is Laurie and Corey Cole. Um, for sure. One, yeah, for
1: sure.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just, I love that game. And I haven't even, I haven't finished all of it, but um, I, it's just great. It's, you know, point and click and just has a lot of nostalgia tied to it and uh, the setting. And, you know, you, you, it's essentially like you are going to the university to learn to be a hero. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, and then another, favorite of mine um, is called the last door um, and actually nalani from our from guild from our our admin team uh, had shared that game with me and I had not played it yet and uh, it's fantastic it's it's pixel pixel art so kind of you know that old um, um, EGA style art but the music and the setting and it's like you're in a a Lovecraft or Edgar Allan Poe world all mixed into one Okay. I encourage anyone that loves that genre of game to play it too it's just so good and there's just so I mean I you know it it got me there was some jump scares for sure so
2: is it a last door sickness of saints
3: um it's called the last door
2: A L A S T O R?
3: Last door. Last door. Oh, okay. L A S T D O O R.
2: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, sorry. I wasn't looking at the right thing. That's why I had, like, this big Cthulhu alien that was, like, I was like, no, oh no, no, shit, no, no. what is she <laughs> no. making me watch? <laughs> no. Oh, Ryan Fan just came in and said, What's up? <laughs> Hi, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Ryan, how's it going? Uh, yes, you actually stole part... part- you stole my thunder when you talked about hero U I i was about to say that yes you mm. uh, you did you did the thank you thank you once again for putting me in contact with the uh, with the artists that worked on the Absolutely. game uh, i initially initially i wanted to invite them to do a podcast a- episode to talk all about hero U but then I, I figured these guys are the artists and like they're gonna want to show their art so instead of instead of doing a podcast what i'm gonna do instead is um the retro Viking uh team because i have three other people that are working with me we are working on releasing a, a, a monthly magazine that should be coming out probably early next week uh fantastic. so fantastic so next issue for november i want to i want to focus the issue on hero you because yes i did I, I i did get a key from you roberta thank you once again uh for uh, oh,
3: no, thank you for um Volunteering to do this for us, so. Well,
2: it's it's a pleasure, and I booted the game, and it it looks fantastic. I just need to find time to play it. <laughs> Lo- lots of podcast recording and not enough time to play, but. Yeah, yes.
3: and that's definitely one that takes a while to play, and there's replayability with it, so that is something that you could spend months on.
2: <laughs> Hyperlight Drifter, Ryan says, Hyperlight Hyperlight Drifter is a gorgeous Zelda on steroids indie game. So I will have to look that one up. That one look, that one looks pretty good. And how how about you? Uh, how about you, um, Eric, What is your yeah, favorite I'd indie game?
4: It's obvious by now that uh, the yeah, Hero U is kind of the entire reason why I brought this up in the first place. So, um, <laughs> just to uh, give them a shout out, uh, Hero U is actually is uh, obviously really good. I guess if I uh, threw a few more in, there's um, I guess it's kind of older now, but Quest for Infamy really mm. good uh, snail trek
2: yes uh, really yes. good uh,
4: parser I'll play through things like four episodes or something like that Um, anything by wad jedi
3: yeah unavowed the new unavowed looks amazing yeah. I,
4: I've not actually gone I've not actually played through it all yet uh, I'm actually myself looking... but anything by wad jedi I'm a big fan
3: I'm actually looking forward to uh, um, Federico Gonzalez's, um. A uh, light, uh, what is it? Lamplight City.
2: Uh, um, yeah, I, yeah I bought well, that. and
3: he he worked on he was on Wajidai team before he started his own independent company. So, that's
4: yeah, that's uh that's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, and uh, I oh sorry uh, one, one last just came to me um, yep. the St Christopher's School lockdown. Uh that's yes, Lainey berries
3: game. I played it. It's really good.
4: A really good one. It uh, starts out really easy, then ends really hard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, so I, I needed to walk through. So if you <laughs> want a challenging point-and-click adventure, uh, that's definitely a good art. The,
3: the, the art say, is amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say that. The My favorite part is the art. It looks like you're, it's like a comic book is what it looks like. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, now I am intrigued. Yes, I'm, I'm definitely I'm gonna have to look into that, into that one as yeah, well. Yeah,
3: gorgeous art style. Yeah
4: important to have amazing art because I I got to say like uh you know playing through this game I was not ever really bored even when I was lost it's just cuz it, everything just looked so amazing
3: so pretty yeah
2: all right so I think that pretty much covers everything up so again guys I want to thank you guys for taking taking some of your precious time to drop by the podcast I had real fun getting to know you guys a little bit better getting to talk to you guys facebook is fun but Live live calls—it's always—it's always fun too. Well,
4: well thank was, you very much for having us. It was, yeah, uh, it, it was absolutely a blast.
2: So I've
3: had a really good time. This is my first first podcast, so thank you so
4: much I'm for I'm taking uh, a lot of uh, mental notes. I'm taking a lot of mental notes as to how to make my <laughs> podcast
2: better don't invite the french guy <laughs>
3: hey i think i'm a fan of the french guy now ah, cool. oh
2: well right back at you so but, so
4: french canadian
2: yes well you're gonna be you're gonna be my neighbor soon so uh so like i said you're gonna be stuck with me so uh
3: john, john yes. only if i can call you jean-luc <laughs> no problem
4: <laughs> i think what we need to do is every time i make a post Ah, uh, you have to post afterwards in French because that's how we do
2: it in Canada. <laughs> and and I'm I'm gonna post something that's like irrelevant. Uh, it's gonna be like on politics or something. And uh, no, 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 I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> 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 All right. So with that said, thank you everybody that joined that joined the um, uh, the live stream. Thank you Jude. Thank you Ryan. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do this again sometime. So, uh, with that said, I hope you guys have a nice evening. All right. Take care, everyone.
3: Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to the Retro Viking Podcast. This episode was made possible thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support and get involved with the podcast, become a Patreon today. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube.